This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Tuesday the 8th of February. I'm Sophia Franklin. And I'm Steve Forbes. Macron and Putin meet to discuss Ukraine border tensions. I think the president is keen to show that he is a serious, if not the dominant, diplomatic figure in Europe. And mourners gather in Morocco after a five-year-old fell down a well. We're in pain from this horrific catastrophe, but this is God's will. He gives what he gives and takes what he takes. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We begin with a picture that tells a thousand words. The photo of the French president and Vladimir Putin sitting at opposite ends of the most enormous white table gives a sense of the gap between the West and Russia over Ukraine. Emmanuel Macron has said the coming days will be crucial to de-escalating the Ukraine standoff. It comes as Putin hinted progress had been made during his first Moscow summit with the Western leader since Russian troops massed on Ukraine's borders, as Moscow continues to deny any plans to invade. Sir Peter Westmacott, who's the former British ambassador to France, explained to Times Radio what he thinks Macron was hoping to get from the meeting. I think the president is keen to show that he is a serious, if not the dominant, diplomatic figure in Europe. You know, the new American chancellor is still finding his feet. United Kingdom has done Brexit. Um, and uh, President Macron knows a lot of people, is now relatively experienced. And of course, French politicians for some time now have always wanted to um, not quite plow their own furrow, but be quite independent in terms of how we deal with global issues, and particularly dealing with Russia. Adam Sage is the Paris correspondent for The Times of London. He says there were some positives to come from the meeting. The French are briefing off the record, um, and you can take this for what it's worth, that, that Putin um, did agree to talk, did agree to dialogue, and did agree to withdraw troops from Belarus at the end of the exercises that are going on there. Um, uh, if that is a, is a commitment from, from Putin, that is a, 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 a certainly a form of progress. Not, I don't think anyone would say it's a breakthrough, but it's a slight form of progress. 
Well, as the British Prime Minister says, he's preparing to deploy Royal Marines, RAF typhoons and Royal Navy warships to Eastern Europe, US President Joe Biden has threatened to shut down a key Russian gas pipeline to Germany if Moscow invades Ukraine following a meeting with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz in Washington. Of course, at the top of our agenda today was our united approach to deterring Russia's threats against Ukraine and the long-standing principles of rule-based international order. That's what we spent most of our time talking about. Germany and the United States, together with our allies and partners, are working closely together to pursue diplomatic resolutions of this situation. And diplomacy is the very best way forward for all sides, we both agree, including best for Russia, in our view. And we have made it very clear we're ready to continue talks in good faith with Russia. Biden has also doubled down on sanctions, saying the U.S. will take the most severe ever known, which will have a profound effect on Russia's economy. Well, as the U.S. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, offered this warning to President Putin. We've deployed forces uh, and put more on a heightened state of readiness to shore up NATO's eastern flank. And we're working with partners to support the Ukrainian economy. What happens next will depend on whether President Putin will choose to engage in a meaningful path forward on diplomacy for enhanced collective security or if he will choose the path of further conflict with Ukraine. Elsewhere in the States, presidential records, including letters from Kim Jong-un, have been retrieved from Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home after being improperly removed from the White House. According to the Washington Post, advisers to the former president have denied any nefarious intent and said the boxes contained mementos, gifts and letters from world leaders and other correspondents. The items notably included correspondence with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, which Trump has since described as love letters, as well as a letter left for his successor by Barack Obama. On the way, Israel responds to allegations of spyware use and one huge rock band is heading to a virtual stage. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Mourners can be heard singing prayers as they carry the coffin of a five-year-old boy in Morocco who died after getting trapped down a well. Ryan Aram fell more than 100 feet near to the city of Chefchouen last Tuesday, and despite intense rescue efforts to save him, he could not be resuscitated after eventually being pulled from the pit on Saturday. Hundreds gathered to pay their respects at Ryan's funeral on Monday. There were so many people that they couldn't all fit in the hilltop cemetery and prayer site in the northern Rift Mountains. Ibrahim Tamarut was one of those mourning Ryan's passing. We're in pain from this horrific catastrophe, but this is God's will. He gives what he gives and takes what he takes. Tributes have plastered social media with the hashtag SaveRyan. Morocco's king has called the boy's parents to offer them his deepest condolences. There was also a moment silence held at Sunday's final of the Africa Cup of Nations in Cameroon. As classes got underway at a secondary school in Sweden, lessons were interrupted in a horrific attack. 
Two masked men armed with knives broke into a school in Vasteras and stole computers from students as they were working on them. Local media say the pair took all of the devices being used but were forced to discard some after teachers chased after them. Whilst no students or staff were injured, one person passing by reportedly tried to intervene and stop the robbers and had to be treated by paramedics. Officers were called to the scene but have given little detail except to say they were patrolling the area. Now to Israel, where the country's internal security minister has made this announcement. I look straight at you, dear citizens of Israel, and make this commitment to you. The investigation committee will meticulously examine all allegations. Omar Belev made this statement after a newspaper reported illicit use by police of powerful spyware against confidence of former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and other public figures. Pegasus, an Israeli cell phone hacking tool, was allegedly used to fish for intelligence even before any investigation had been opened against the targets and without judicial warrants. Those targets include a son of Netanyahu and two of his aides. The former Prime Minister is currently on trial for corruption, and a witness on the trial was also allegedly monitored. Lawyers for Netanyahu, who denies wrongdoing, urged that proceedings against him be suspended. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett said the reports, if true, were very serious. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With an update on the controversy surrounding Chinese tennis star Peng Shuai, here's John Jackson. The Women's Tennis Association has reaffirmed its concern over Peng Shuai, despite a recent interview with the Chinese player. The former doubles world number one spoke to French newspaper L'Equipe, telling the publication that a social media post where she appeared to allege that a former Chinese vice premier, Zhang Gaoli, had sexually assaulted her was a huge misunderstanding. The post, which Peng suggested in the interview she deleted herself, led to the WTA to suspend tournaments in China and caused an international outcry about her well-being. In a statement, WTA chairman and CEO Steve Simon said, as we would do with any of our players globally, we have called for a formal investigation into the allegations by the appropriate authorities and an opportunity for the WTA to meet with Peng privately to discuss her situation. The 36-year-old is set to attend a number of events at the ongoing Winter Olympic Games in Beijing. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Rock giants Foo Fighters are going to perform their first ever concert in virtual reality after this Sunday's Super Bowl. It will be streamed live via the MetaQuest headsets Horizon Venues VR app and on Facebook Live. The band is promising an experience like no other as viewers will be able to watch them from the front row. Football's showpiece sees the LA Rams take on the Cincinnati Bengals at the SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar and Mary J. Blige will perform in the halftime show. And finally, some pretty incredible news. Scientists in Switzerland have developed a treatment that allows paralysed patients to walk again. 
Researchers Jocelyn Bloch and Gregoire Cortine have told Times Radio how the technology works using electrode implants and a computer. With this technology, we could access a broader region of the spinal cord in order not only to activate the leg muscles, but also the trunk muscles. We stimulate the spinal cord with spatiotemporal stimulation pattern that reproduce the way the spinal cord is activated naturally by the brain. One patient, Michelle Roccati, became the first person with a severed spinal cord to be able to walk again with the aid of this new technology. Researchers have stressed that this isn't a cure and is so far too complicated to be used in everyday life, but that it is a major step to improving quality of life. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Tuesday the 8th of February. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.